Hello, podcasters, and welcome to the Signpost Podcast, where we're navigating through a world with a Christian's perspective and providing biblical answers to those searching. In this episode of the Signpost Podcast, we're going to wrap up our series on Is God Good? with an interview from some of our good friends and how they know that God is good even through some difficult seasons in their lives. So let's go ahead and get started. Hello, my name is Corey Bohan. I am a deacon and volunteer at First Baptist Spartanburg, and as always, we are joined by Todd Williams, a minister ministering to the college, young adults, and young families at First Baptist Church in Spartanburg, South Carolina. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing good, Corey. Good to see you again, listeners. So thankful to be here on another episode with you talking about how we know that God is good. And we are joined by one of our very good friends, Miss Leanne Green. Um, and so, Miss Leanne, would you just real quick introduce yourself to our listeners and share a little bit about your family? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Leanne Green. I was Leanne Ivy before I became a Green. I have a husband, Michael, a daughter, Caroline, a son, Rob, and Rob is married to Ellie, and Caroline is married to Nate. And um, they live out of state. So, you know, I'm a bird launcher and not an empty nester. That's my new thing. That's awesome. I've never heard of that before. A bird launcher, not an empty nester. Yes, I read that somewhere and I thought I've got to claim that. There you go. That describes you well. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I know you're you're uh, missing your children being close to home, but you're so proud of them and what they're doing. And I know they're off down there. Rob's down there and... Uh, Louisiana at Tulane. Uh-huh. I see you repping the Tulane shirt, so we'll say "Go Green Wave" for Rob go if he's going to listen right. to this. Um, but Miss Leanne is she is uh, an incredible person, and if you listened a couple episodes ago to Laurel and Casey's story, uh, Miss Leanne was one of the first ones at the hospital that first mm-hmm. night when we mm-hmm. uh, first heard of Casey's diagnosis, and Miss Leanne and her husband Michael were. Right there, they came straight to the hospital and just have always been an encouragement to our family, but especially in these moments walking with Casey through um, his bout with cancer and then celebrating uh, all that God has done in his life and continuing just to pray uh, for Casey. Um, So, Miss Leanne, again, thank you so much for being willing just to share your story. I know when we ask people to do this, it's not always an easy thing, um, but... For you and for many believers, it's a it's a testimony that we get to share of the goodness of God, and that's why um, we can have hope in these hard times as believers because we know that God's going to do great things as a result, even if it's at the expense of our time or our talents or our treasures. So, uh, Miss Leanne, would you just share just a quick version of your story of your bouts with cancer? Yes. Um, the first bout was in 2011, and um, uh, I had surgery in Spartanburg, and, and we thought that that would take care of it. Um, the neat thing about that day is when I was going to find out um, the results of a biopsy, I was doing a devotion with my daughter that morning, and God gave me two scriptures that day. One was um, Psalm 112.7. And one was Isaiah 41.10. And um, I wrote them down because I was afraid I'd be nervous doing this. But basically, Psalm 112.7 says, 
Uh, they will not fear bad news for their hearts are steady trusting in the Lord. And then the other thing that uh, it was, I was doing a devotion in Jesus Calling in it, and the other one said, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Mm -hmm. So I knew that day that I was about to enter something and that the Lord was telling me it was okay and I was going to be okay. So fast forward, I had surgery. Um, three and a half years later, the cancer came back, and which was unusual. You know, they like for you to get through five years, you know, at least. And um, it came back in three and a half years. And so then we decided I needed to do a different route. And, um, and the Lord was just so good. That first round of cancer, I really learned what the beauty of the body of Christ mm. looked like. Uh, the Lord used so many people. I mean, people sent me cards. People sent me texts. People brought us food. People did all these things. So, I, I mean, it was just a blessing. And I remember t telling our 10th grade Sunday school class um, that I had, we had been blessed so much that I would not go back and not have had cancer. Well, then the second round comes, and, and it came back two kinds of cancer, not just one. And so we went to Duke, and I, I went through uh, chemo treatment, chemo infusions, and I had just had my third chemo infusion, and my dad died in a car wreck. Mm. And um, three weeks later, after my fourth infusion, my mother had a stroke. And um, I remember walking in my house that night and just saying to the Lord, Please help me. Uh, 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 I can't do. I can't do anything else. I just need you. And so he led me to music. I had, you know, listened to music, but not always paid attention to the lyrics. But the Lord uh, used music to heal my heart. Mm -hmm. And then also, again, the body of Christ was such a beautiful thing. They, uh, again, food, cards, just love, and people coming to visit and just encouraging us. And it was just, I really learned in the second round of cancer, when we pray, give us this day our daily bread. I had always thought it meant our physical provision. I had always envisioned, you know, just my resources or a home, a roof over my head. And what I learned, um, the Lord taught me through that round was uh, that give us this day our daily bread means, um, what we need for today, if we need hope, if we need courage, if we need strength, if we need to get through the seventh day after a round of chemo, if, if just whatever we needed, he was there and was going to be with us. And um, to just cling to him and to uh, pray, pray, pray. Um, so uh, the Lord, again, um, I have been on a chemo pill for going on nine years. I have not had a return of cancer. But um, through it all, Todd and Corey, it just, uh, the Lord has been right there with me. And I, I really I really don't know how people go through really hard things like what um, Laura and Casey just went through or, or divorce or, or just so many things. Uh, without that relationship with the Lord, because He He wants to help us. He He wants to um, take care of us, and um, you know, it's just us 
inviting him in, uh, praying to him, looking for him, looking for his answers. Um, one of the things that, and I shared this with Laurel, um, I had a pouch of these little cards. I have them here. Um, they were just little index cards that whenever I read the Bible, whenever I read a devotion, whenever I somebody prayed something, I would write it on these little cards and I had a little pouch that I kept with me uh, when I was going through my chemo and when I was going through my uh, radiation that uh, I pulled that pouch out and pulled those cards out to read um, because, you know, the the only way to, to know his word is to read his word. Mm. Uh, and then once you read his word, when you read his word, the Holy Spirit will help you, will help things jump right off the page at you. And, and you'll know that he's speaking to you. And my way of keeping up with it, there are people who journal. Well, I'm not a great journaler, but I do these little cards. Hmm. And, um, and so finding the scriptures, uh, the promises of the Lord that you can stand on, that you can put in front of you, that you can read and reread to help you get through uh, because he's telling you things. You know, uh, I, I read a couple to you, one, several of my favorites, if you don't mind me sharing. Um, Exodus 14, 14, the Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Mm. Love that. Um, Zephaniah three seventeen, for the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. That, that to me, is, is amazing that the Lord, the creator of this universe, still cares about the little things in my life and the big things in my life. Um, another one that I love is Ephesians 3.20, and just my summation of it, is he can do more than we can ask or imagine. He can do more than we can ask or imagine, but we have to ask and believe that he is going to do what he says he's going to do. And then, you know, a lot of people will sometimes quote Romans eight twenty eight that the Lord works all things together for good for those who love him or called according to his purpose. And as Christians, we want to be called according to his purpose. And, Sometimes that doesn't look like what we wanted it to look like, uh, but he is always faithful. And um, and then in John three sixteen, of course, everybody knows the scripture. For God so loved the world uh, that he sent his only son uh, to save us. Um, again, my summation. But the part that I love about that scripture, too, is that's an unbelievable sacrifice to send your son to die for, for people. But it goes on to say in twenty and, and 17 that he didn't come to judge. He came to save hmm. through him. And I think people forget that. You know, we uh, will think uh, we're not worthy. We're not good enough. Uh, but it's not about us. It's about him. And it's about his love and sacrifice. And I just, you know, really, um, you know, fell that way. And um, again, just reading his word and studying his word and, and praying and hearing from him and um, trusting him. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I love those little cards. That, how many How many of those cards do you think you have now? Have you counted? 
<clears throat> uh, no, I've never counted. Um, I probably gave Laurel, there was maybe 75 or 100 in that pouch, maybe mm. 75. Um, and then I have more at my house. And then I actually just rewrote all these before, uh, because like I said, this is, you know, I'm a little nervous and I wanted to be able to get his word across, make him known. Mm. Uh, it's it's all about him. And so I rewrote all these that I already have and probably have in numerous places. But so. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And, and I know you hinted on this a little bit, but especially in those those hardest times and those times where you were going through chemo and your father passed away and your mother had a stroke in those deepest moments of your life, was there moments where you questioned God? Well, you know, it's, um, I don't want to say funny that you asked that, but uh, when we were going to the mortuary, um, uh, Jimmy Dunbar, the mortician, was talking to me, and he goes, he asked something like, are, are you not asking, do you ever have those moments that you ask, why me, Lord? <clears throat> and I said, well, you know, Jimmy, I think the Lord has given me great peace because I do understand that if I ask why me in these hard and challenging times, I would also have to ask why me with all the blessings that he has poured upon my life. And um, I, I just feel like everybody, and I don't really know, I've never read this, but it feels like this to me that everybody's given a package, and in that package, you have blessings, you have gifts, you have talents, you have challenges, and you have really hard things. Um, but the Lord wants to work in that package in your life. And um, and so I, I, I never said, why me? But I did say, Lord, I cannot take another thing. Lord... I need a break right now. I need you. I need you to rescue me. I need you to lift me. Um, and because Michael and I had been through several hard things in our lives, we uh, lost a baby between Rob and Caroline. And, and um, you know, he had, we had gone through other issues and, and um, we had seen the faithfulness of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, and I love that. I mean, when you're going through a trial, you can't, always see the good that's going to come out of it. Um, but you know that he is faithful. And we have a thing that we say at our house that when you cannot look ahead and see where God is taking you, you can look back and see where he's brought you. And you know that you can trust him and trust his plan. Um, the other thing I would say is trust his timing. You know, that's, that's the hardest part of it all. Trusting God is it's not as challenging as trusting his timing when you want to see someone healed or you healed or, you know, or, or someone come to the Lord and you're praying and waiting on that. Um, <clears throat> you just keep trusting him and you just keep on praying because um, as long as there's life, there is hope. Wow. I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm speechless right now. You know, the, the words that you're saying are, are, are hitting, I think, Corey and I, right in our hearts. And, you yeah. know, as a church, we're, we're walking through the book of Exodus and, and those mem or that phrase that you had with your family of when you don't know where God has taken you, look back. I mean, that's exactly 
what the Israelites had to do, and that's that's exactly what uh, they're singing in Exodus 15. It says, I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he is hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. So, Miss Leanne, the world's going to look at your story or hear your story or look at your life and say, you had two bouts with cancer, and, and even during your cancer, your your dad passed away suddenly, and your mom had a stroke, and you've gone through these hard times. God is certainly not good if a if a, a believer like you would have to go through those things. If someone were to ask you that question, is God good? What's your answer? Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Unfortunately, um, y'all know um, – that you probably grow the most in, in challenging times. I believe part of that reason is because that's when you're looking for the Lord the most. When life is going smoothly and everything is, you know, just going the way you want it to go, um, I think, I don't, I, want, I don't want to say we get complacent, but I do know that in challenging times, uh, when we are looking for God the hardest and praying the most, maybe, uh, he is, he's there. He, he wants to reveal himself before you go through the hard time so that when you go through the hard time, you are prepared. Um, and I do not equate going through a hard time with God, not being good. Mm. God is good. Um, you know, the thing about it is, is the, um, there've been times when I, I wish I could leapfrog people to where I am in my faith, uh, my children or, or others. Uh, but the Lord is impressed upon my heart. I can't leapfrog anybody because what I've been through is what's brought me to where I am in my walk with him. And um, the difference between like your age and my age is that I've just gone through a few more things and I can, I can see it even mm. more clearly uh, and, um, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, so I, I, I would only say that God is good, even, even in the hard times. Mm. You know, look for what, um, what he's wanting to teach you, how he's wanting to grow you, uh, what the blessings are in this, because uh, there's always blessings. There's always blessings. And then, you know, just the fact of, and you made mention that, um, so Casey, your brother-in-law, was my son Rob's roommate at yeah. Wofford for four years. So we walked with Casey for a long time and their family. And, um, you know, just having the opportunity to encourage those that go through something that you've been through. Uh, I, I believe that's another blessing when you uh, can attest to the faithfulness of the Lord. It just... Um, you're both blessed. Uh, you're blessed in sharing it with them, and you're blessed in the remembrance, mm. you know, um, remembering. The Lord wants us to remember. That's good. And and if you ever visited First Baptist Spartanburg, you come through the Welcome Center doors, there's oftentimes going to be uh, a man and a woman with a big smile on their face saying, Welcome home, and that's Miss Leanne and Mr. Michael. And it's so neat to see even, even in your joy, you can see that that God certainly has been good in your life Absolutely. and that you're able to share that with others. And that reminds me of Casey's life verse, um, which is James chapter 1, 
It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I think oftentimes the Lord um, allows things to happen in our lives or, or, or allows th- us to go through difficult times in order for us to truly seek Him and to truly see His goodness and His faithfulness. And you can read that in the book of Exodus time and time again. Even if you went back later in Exodus 15, after their beautiful song and praise to the Lord, they get angry because there's no water. And God says, hey, just throw that piece of wood in the water and it will become good for you. And time and time again, and then Exodus 16, where He produces the manna on the ground that they eat for 40 years in the wilderness, that God provides time and time and time again exactly what we need. Not always what we want, yes, but exactly what we need in the exact times. And that's that's one of the beauties of your testimony, Miss Leanne, is that you can look back and assuredly say that God provided exactly what Mm -hmm. you needed at the exact right time. And now you can turn around and share your testimony with others, which is a beautiful thing. So thank you so much for being willing. I know when we ask people, they're always nervous at first, but excited to share their story with people. And um, we're so thankful that you were willing to share your testimony. And for those listening, uh, as we're closing out this Is God Good series, I think Cor and I, one of our biggest prayers is that God would be glorified and that his (laughs) kingdom would be expanded. So if you're here listening to this story and you're in these moments or you're far from the Lord or you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we can only encourage you to seek Jesus, Mm -hmm. to seek Jesus with every part of your life and to Mm -hmm. say yes to him and accept him as your Lord and Savior because hard times are going to happen because we live in a broken, fallen world. Right. But through our assurance of salvation and hope in Jesus, we can be joyful in those hard times, even when we face things that the world would say, you should be angry. We can turn around and be joyful because of who Jesus is and because we know that God is certainly good. So, Miss Leanne, again, thank you so much for being a part of this um, episode and this journey that our listeners are going upon. And... um, Corey, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Yeah, I just want to say thanks again, Leanne, and uh, your story is just incredible, and uh, thank you for sharing that with us today, and thank you, Todd, for that message to go along with it. Um, And if you're listening to this podcast and you want to subscribe or you want to get in touch with Todd or I, feel free to go to our website at thesignpostpodcast.com. You can subscribe there or get in touch with us. And until next time, we'll see you around.